This is 8-Bit, episode 25, True Facts About Morgan Freeman, on Sunday, February 24th, 2013. And now, with more... This episode is hosted by Ian Buck, with guest Katie Redman. So, I had some listener feedback earlier this week. Surprising you have listeners. Oh, shut up, Katie. <laughs> no, so, so uh, actually, I was kind of disheartened when I heard the uh, the fifth quarter report that Ryan and Matt did, because apparently, uh, the you know, our 8-bit show uh, is, like, getting the least downloads out of all of the shows on the network. Oh. And and it made me feel really bad, and I wanted, I, you know, I was like, oh man, no, nobody's listening, and and but then uh, I just happened to be in the cafe, you know, the Turtle, Turtle Mountain Cafe over in the student center, and Bryce walks up to me. Bryce, uh, you know, is in cross country with me, but I haven't really talked to him since, you know, since the season ended. Yes. And and he just comes up to me and he's like, hey, Ian, like I love listening to your podcast, like you know, I just. I'll just, you know, plug it in and I'll have it, you know, running while I'm like doing my dishes or whatever. And, you know, sometimes I like tune it out and sometimes I just listen to it, you know, but I'll hear something that I like, I, you know, recognize and I'm like, oh man, I know what they're talking about. And, and it was like, it, it was really cool. Like, it was like, man, people actually like to listen to this. And I hadn't even been like, you know, bugging Bryce to go and listen to this show or anything. He oh, just like listens. You do me. He just li- exactly. Well, <laughs> I I bug you to listen to the show because you live next door to me, and so I can bug that, you. That doesn't mean anything to me. I'm gonna be honest. Not gonna listen to this ever. Not even of the one not. I'm in. Nope. Well, it wouldn't even make sense to listen to the one that you're in because you know what's said. You're here. I guess so. Of course, sometimes I listen to to you know episodes that I'm in, and then I go like, wait, we talked about this. What was going on? You just like to hear the melodious sounds of your own voice. I do. I just kind of talk to myself sometimes. Hey, Ian. Hey, how's it going? Creepy. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Ryan would like me to mention that uh, I was on at the Nexus earlier this weekend. Um, I, talk, I talked about my uh, Chromebook, and then we talked about the Chromebook Pixel, and then we talked about the PlayStation 4, because they like to, uh, you know, steal our news whenever they can. Because the PS4 is apparently a gadget, and they're the gadget show, but we're the gaming show, cause, so, you know, we get to actually talk about the PS4. Yeah, we get to talk about the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking of, so speaking of my Chromebook, actually, and related to gaming, uh, I, I got the uh, Chrome remote desktop working, right? And so, naturally, the first thing that I wanted to do was play my PC games on my Chromebook, because, hey, why not? What if I can't? As it turns out, uh, remote desktop doesn't really like doing full screen applications <laughs> at all. <laughs> and even when I was playing uh, Audio Surf in oh Windows mode, that was so funny. It was really tried laggy. To play Gangnam Style, and it was just like lagging so hardcore. Ugh. Oh, speaking of Gangnam Style, actually, <laughs> I uh, so so Declan and Taylor were sitting in in here in this room in in you know yes in here in, in my dorm oh, room. Yep. And and I was off in the dungeon, and so I go on the Chromebook, and I'm like, all right, Chromebook, look at the webcam. What's the webcam showing? <laughs> and they're just sitting there doing homework. And so I turn the volume all the way up on the computer, and I start playing Gangnam Style. <laughs> and, I lock, and, and I put it on repeat, <laughs> and then I lock it so that they can't do it. <laughs> and then I just took a leisurely walk back to the dorms, you know, and... <laughs> 
unfortunately, I don't have speakers that, you know, and the headphones aren't that loud. So it didn't really bug them. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You need to get speakers. I do. That's that's my, my, my two get lists now for my desktop are speakers and uh, a controller. Yeah, considering you had to cut it to pieces to get that fan in. <laughs> I actually didn't cut that to pieces. That was Sean. Ah, okay. Uh, I, what I mean by controller is I mean like a, you know, an Gaming Xbox controller, controller yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Probably one made by Razer because I like Razer and I have all of the other things made by Razer anyway. Welcome to the cult. Welcome to the cult of Razer. Um, yeah. So, Katie, what have you been up to this last week or so? Um, well, I finished Nino Kuni. That was kind of interesting. That's fun. good. Uh, I've been playing the DLC for Skyrim Dragonborn. Came out for PlayStation 3 a while back. Have have the other ones come out yet? Because I know that they were releasing them in reverse uh, order. Hearthfire, I believe, is out. Yeah. Okay. That's for like two fifty. So I was. Gonna... Yeah, that's right. Because they were half off mm-hmm. for the first week that they're available. Yeah. So yeah, I'll probably have to download that eventually. Yeah. Hearthfire doesn't sound like it's that. No, not yeah. at all. Important. Oh well. I wish you could adopt children. And Actually, I wish I could kill children. Yes. <laughs> I would like a murdering child. First Skyrim, and then kill, Assassin's Creed. And kill a child killing other ch- children. I just want that. Why can't anyone make a game like that for well, me? That's why you need to get Skyrim on the PC, and then you can get the mods oh, that yeah, can kill the mods. children. <laughs> the exploding chicken mod. There's a, of yeah, course there's an exploding chicken Of course chicken. there's an exploding chicken why mod. Why did I have to ask? <laughs> It's really funny, because if you, like, line a whole bunch of them up, they, like, super explode. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say that they make, like, a fuse or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> it's a super explosion, and it's really fun. I saw another Skyrim mod where you could actually get a car into the game, and they drove it off of the throat of the world. That was kind of fun. Nice. Cars. I don't know, that, that reminds me of Grand Theft Auto 4. There are a lot of weird mods for that one, too. Yeah, it did look like... Uh, Grand Theft Auto car. Okay. So they might have just integrated it. I think, actually, the the weirdest mod that I've seen so far was uh, the one where they import Woody and Buzz from Toy Story into uh, uh-huh. into Grand Theft Auto. And he was actually running around, Fusro dying things. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bizarre. So yeah, shall we do some headlines? Why not? All right. So, a, uh, a member of the Counter-Strike Go community has been making a map based on a Montreal subway station, and he's being threatened with legal action by the Montreal Transit. So, apparently they're worried that the existence of this map in, you know, this anti-terrorist game will cause public panic, because they think that people are going to think that it's dangerous? Yes, video games cause people to do dangerous and stupid things, Ian. And... I don't think that they're considering the fact that the the population of people who are going to know about this map because it's a mod, you know, and it's going it's just going to be available on the Steam Workshop. Yes. And the population of people who are going to be scared by that kind of thing are very very different. <laughs> very separate. Yeah. BioShock Infinite has gone gold. <laughs> Ken Levine. Levine. Ooh, lists the cost of the game's development as five years, 941 billion Klingon Darsex plus tips, 47 camels, a cranberry flan, 
and the blood, sweat, and tears of the irrational team. Apparently enough stuff was cut in that time to make five or six games. Wow. So I hope it was all worth it. Uh, yes, considering that it cost 47 camels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, it didn't cost me 47 camels. Yes, because then your family would be broke. Yeah. Uh, there goes my dowry. Yes. <laughs> what will you give her now? So, speaking of Bioshock Infinite, they have uh, made a season pass available. So, it gives you three DLC packs for the price of two, which is $20, as well as some extra gear at launch. And the three packs are uh, add to the game story, and they bring in some new characters and weapons and skills and stuff. And then, you know, all of these things are in addition to the bonus gear that you can get by pre-ordering the game. Hmm. That's kind of nice. Yep. Except I don't play Bioshock. Well, that's okay. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing. Probably. <clears throat> the Game Developers Choice Awards is coming up, and you can vote on your favorite games for the Audience Award. I already voted. Um, let's see. Who should guess, I... Guess what I voted for. Um, Aliens. Ew! <laughs> And no, that wasn't even on it, because it was from 2002. Oh, darn. Off, you know. um, Assassin's Creed? No. Yeah, oh. No, I didn't I didn't really like Assassin's Creed 3 that much. That much. No. Uh-huh. Let's see. It was Mass Effect 3. Of course. Because that was my favorite game of the year. Yeah. And you would know that if you listened to the show. Uh, no. No? Next one. Okay. Bye. Oh, right, that's me. You <laughs> might notice that uh, Origin and Uplay have a lot more games available for purchase than they used to. And that would be because EA and Ubisoft have made their game libraries available for purchase on each other's online stores. So isn't that cute? Oh, I smell a fan fiction in the making. You. You. <laughs> but, but Ubisoft is French, and EA is American, and you know that they just don't mix. They just, you know... What do you mean the French actually did help us win the Revolutionary War? Oh, crap. Right. Uh, NVIDIA has released the most powerful single-card GPU available to consumers. Meet the GTX Titan. Previously only available as the professional-grade Tesla, they re-engineered it to be compatible with regular gaming desktops. The catch? It cost $1,000. Yeah. I heard about it, and I was like, oh my god, I want it. And then I heard about the price, and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm, never mind. Maybe maybe someday. Maybe next time they come out with this kind of thing, I'll buy it. Yeah, right. Hey, I'll be, you know, a rich computer science person, and then I'll have money. I've never heard rich computer science in the same sentence. Google. Google. Microsoft. Apple. Okay, never mind. <laughs> So, as was expected, uh, The Witcher 3 will be coming out on the recently announced PS4 in 2014. Hooray! It couldn't have really happened any other way, you know? I guess not. I mean, it's not like they're going to be coming out with it on the PS3 in 2014. That would be silly. They could do both for people who have yet to buy the PlayStation 4. Yeah, I suppose. But Mm -hmm. we want to force people to buy the PlayStation 4. We? Well, yes. We the industry. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Mass Effect 3? Last two DLC packs are coming soon! Reckoning is a multiplayer pack that adds new characters, weapons, etc. for free. Citadel will cost $15 and sends you on a single-player mission. 
on the Citadel, where you will reconnect with characters from throughout the series. Have you ever considered a a career as a salesperson? Um, because I think you would be great as that. Let's see. That'll be plan D. Let's see. After cupcake, vodka, in juice boxes, and I forget what the other one is. Uh, if I feel lemonade. Like- the non-alcoholic lemonade? No, no, that's probably in the vodka and juice box. Oh, okay. So, Arma 3 is going to be a Steam exclusive, and Bohemia Interactive claimed that this is the only way that they will be able to release the game in 2013 because it simplifies the distribution process immensely. Immensely. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it, I think it is because Steam's my favorite. It's not mine. It should be. <laughs> Ryan thinks that it's spyware. It probably he, is. He, in yeah, the end. It, I get, no. Yes. No. Because yes. I convinced him to, to install it and everything, and uh, then I gave him Civilization V, and now I just know whenever he's playing Civilization V because Steam tells me. So if you think about it that way, I guess it's spyware, yeah, but it really it is isn't. stalking me, Ian. It tells me every time you're playing Mass Effect. Awesome. Uh-huh, no. Because you need to know every time that I'm playing Mass Effect 2. I don't really know. No. Decker has had a good time with the Left 4 Dead 2 Helm's Deep mod. And now the map has been added to the official servers. Anyone who subscribes to the workshop entry will have their oh will have it in their ration by default. So unfortunately, Ian's not actually here right yeah, now. Yeah, I screwed oh, up. Oh yeah, I suppose we should we should probably mention to the audience that Ian's not here because he had a meeting that he thought was at seven seven o'clock a.m., but as it turns out, was uh, at seven o'clock p.m. So he's not here right now. Um, but yeah, this is so the the Helm's Deep mod for Left 4 Dead 2 is like an entire an entire like. Um, mission set like it's it's an entire like you know it's like a whole chapter kind of thing Uh um and it's based on the helm's deep you know fortress and everything from from lord of the rings and it's like completely recreated in left for dead 2 oh my god that's so awesome the missions take you throughout like the whole thing and apparently it's really like difficult to finish like successfully um really and ian's played it and he had a good time with it I haven't, I haven't touched it, but, uh, yeah. You should get on that. I, I should. I don't have time, though. <laughs> uh, hmm. So, this particular piece of news probably won't thrill Sony or Nintendo. During the last quarter, consumers spent more money on games from the Google Play Store and the iTunes App Store than on games for dedicated handheld systems. Wow, that really does suck. Yeah. Considering I have a PlayStation Vita and a Nintendo 3DS. Oh. So how how much money have you like paid for games on your on your iPod? I'm probably going to save roughly $50 over the life of my whole okay. iPod and that's over like 2 years. I usually do like the whole free downloading games that are like, hey, buy our special money. And and, and do you extras. ever buy the in oh, the in game no, stuff? Oh, that's a scam. Of course it is. <laughs> and then obviously on the 3ds, you've gotten more than one game, so you've spent yes. more, way more than oh, fifty dollars yes, yes, on yes, that. Oh yes, 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 Oh my god! Even the like the little game system was like, <laughs> ugh. I should have got the one with like the Legend of Zelda logo on it, but I didn't. That That probably would have been really expensive. Well, it came with the game. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, 
more crazy happenings in Skyrim. While playing Dragonborn, one of the PC gamer writers sent his wife home, then spent several days following her across an island, a boat trip, and part of a continent until she got home. What a creep. Yeah, so everybody, I would definitely recommend that you go and uh, click on that link, uh, because it's it's a hilarious, hilarious oh article. Oh my god, it was hilarious. <laughs> He just he just follows her and does like stupid stuff the whole way home and and shenanigans. And, <laughs> oh man, it's it's hilarious. Um, so yeah, this week uh, there were a couple of notable new releases. Uh, Crisis Three came out on Tuesday, and Assassin's Creed Three: The Tyranny of King Washington Episode One came out. So downloading that. Oh yeah, I uh, I bought it and I'm about three hours into it so far. Um, yeah, how far, like, how, uh, do you feel? How far do you well, feel like you're into it? You know how the game tells you, like, how much of a percentage you've mm-hmm. finished with it? Um, it says that I'm 18% of the way done, but that's to, like, full synchronization. Okay, and obviously, so, yeah, no one does full synchronization. Yeah, no. I mean, I finished with the Assassin's Creed 3, store, like, main story, and I think I was at, like, 56% synchronization <laughs> because I didn't care about any of the extra no. stuff. You, you really shouldn't, because if you focus too much on the synchronization, it just becomes tedious. Yeah, well, but what I did probably wasn't very good either, because I missed all of the, like, oh, let's go find out about the Headless Horseman mission, which oh, yeah. seems kind of cool when I that watched you do cool. it. yeah. But then I never did it, because I was... You're like, oh, I saw I just want to get done with this. It. Yeah, I just wanted to get done with the game, and then... Just move on to other things. Were you very pissed that you couldn't, like, kill orphans? Not really, because I just kind of... Children around? I, I didn't spend that much time in the cities, because I, I was just doing story missions, like, You're story mission like, after story mission. I want to get this done. Yeah. Come on, man. I want to see oh, the end. I did make sure to do all of the ship missions, though, because those were so much fun. Oh, my God, fun. the naval battles? Oh, I hope that I get to do naval battles in King Washington. Ooh. I really hope yeah, that I Yeah, that fun. Fanboy squee. <laughs> But yeah, so those are those are some big new releases. Um, so main topics for this week, Wednesday. What were you doing on Wednesday? Um, I don't think that's any of your business. Oh, really? Well, guess what I was doing on Wednesday? Probably sitting alone at your computer, hoping you had real friends. All of those, except for the last part. <laughs> Because I've gotten over, you know, the whole having real friends thing. That's ah, just yes. not, that doesn't too appeal cliche. to me anymore. Yes. Too mainstream. Yes. Real friends are too mainstream. I'm a, I'm a gamer hipster Yeah, now. you're such a hipster. I, I, I just, I, I go on to, you know, Kickstarter and I fund all of the indie games. And you I'm would. Just, yeah. At least I don't go and buy records. Ew. That'd be gross. Oh, come on. Um, you just have to keep them well maintained. <laughs> forever. Okay, but what I was doing on Wednesday... Back to what we were talking about before, and what the segue was supposed to be, and then we yes. just got sidetracked <laughs> up the um, I was watching the PlayStation 4 reveal event, and it was pretty. It was pretty cool. It yeah, was, I caught uh, a little bit of that. Um, there was. Uh, they didn't really tell us a lot of the stuff that I was hoping. You no, know, they didn't they even us. show us what it looked like. Well, that doesn't matter. No. I feel like it should. Does matter. it? I mean, like if it's like a brick. Not like a sleek, beautiful design. Then 
I would. Why like did you to... look at my desktop? Why did you look at my desktop when you were saying that? It's a that? brick. I'm just gonna be honest. You could it, that is a beautiful like, industrial aesthetic. Put that into aesthetic. the wall with a little cement, and it would hold for a thousand years. Except that it would have terrible heating. Now. That probably there's a lot of holes in it. Yeah. I did chip away some parts for that fan. Um, stop bringing that up. It I, fits in there perfectly it, now. Now. Look at it. Look. Look. Oh. Just, let's just open it up. Boom. There's the fan. And it snugly fit in there. Dude, I think you could cut your hand on that part. Uh, oh, yeah. Probably. Don't touch that. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's just go over like a few of the, a few of the things that they did tell us okay. uh, on Wednesday. So the specs. They are putting an 8-core x86-based CPU in there. Um, supposedly, it'll be running at 1.6 gigahertz. So that's absolutely nothing special. Uh, but it's just the CPU, so it doesn't really I need guess, to be special, yeah. you know. Um, as I as I told a friend of mine, if you're if you're playing a game and you you've maxed out your CPU, you are playing games wrong. <laughs> Either that, or you happen to be running, you know, Prime ninety five at the same time accidentally, which I did once. Yeah, you would. Oops. You would know how to mess it up. Yeah. So uh, the GPU is going to be. Some sort of uh, PC GPU, um, you know, so similar to the Radeon HD seventy eight fifty is what I have heard, um, which is good. I mean, I wasn't expect because the seventy eight fifty is one that came out this year. Yeah. Uh, or I mean, two thousand twelve. Wow, we're yeah. already in two thousand. Holy cow! It's almost March. Yes, Ian. Yes, oh, it man. is. Time needs to stop going so fast. Um, but yeah, so I mean. A lot of people are expecting it to be comparable to like a 6000 series or or even 5000, but being comparable to the 7850 is really good in my opinion for for a console. Yes. Um there's they're sticking uh, 8 gigs of GDDR5 RAM into the system, which is actually kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. Do you know why it's a big deal? Because it's amazing super special awesome sparkles. Yeah! Yeah! Spread your wings, Neon Pegasus. <laughs> um, so the reason that this is special is because GDDR5 RAM is usually only used in GPUs. And then, you know, your system RAM is usually DDR3. Um, but then when they use GDDR5 RAM, you know, it, it's just simply faster. You don't wow. get you don't get more RAM out of it. It's just, you know, it, it just runs faster. Um, I like fast. Yeah, fast is great. Um, and of course, eight gigs of RAM is like sixteen times as much as the PS3 had. But then the I think the PS3s divided it up into system RAM and gaming RAM. Yeah. But this eight gigs will just be shared between everything, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot, so mm -hmm. why not? Oh, guess what? Guess what? The PS4 is going to have a hard drive. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Good for the. PS4. Yeah, they actually they, they put that up on the screen. Storage, like it's going to have a hard drive. They told us that. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> they thought it was notable to tell us that it had a hard drive. Well, yay. Yeah. Um. So for those of us who don't really know what any of these you know uh, specs mean at all, um, PC Gamer put together a nice article about uh how much it would cost you to build a computer with comparable specs right now. And apparently it will cost you about $600 to build a gaming desktop um, that costs as much as the PS3. Um, of course, we're expecting the cost of the PS3, the actual price of the PS, I mean PS4, 
to be, sorry, wow, uh, to be less than $600. Yeah. But you also have to take into account that that's nine months, ten months from now. So. Things move fast. Yeah. So I bet by the time that comes around, the the parts for a gaming PC that'll be comparable will be less as well. Um, I don't know how much less, but. Oh, well. Yeah. Still going to buy one. Of course you will. You're rich. And you, you do those the kinds of things. No. You want to talk about its online capabilities? Um, sure. Why not? Uh, it basically has a lot of online stuff this time. I mean, the PlayStation Three was all like, "Hey, you could probably do it online, but you could probably do it in the disc." Yeah, a lot of discs. And actually, as we were talking about uh, during the fringe before the show, mm-hmm. uh, not all of the PS3 games are available, you know, for nope. download. Um, which really irks me because, you know, I'm so used to Steam and just, you know, not buying discs ever for anything. <laughs> ever? Ew. Not at all. Even though I went and bought a Blu-ray drive because I could. Yeah, I don't really get why. I guess maybe if you really wanted to watch Blu-rays? Well, see, I already have the Star Wars complete, you know, set on Blu-ray, so I kind of needed it. Oh my god, you... Yep. <laughs> The complete set, Blu-ray edition. But, so, uh, Sony, sounds like Sony is saying that all of the games on the PS4 will be available, you know, through the net, through the PSN, um, and actually, they, they're building the system specifically for downloading things. So, Mm -hmm. they're, they're sticking in a separate, like, tiny little processor into a, into the, into the rig for downloading stuff in the background. So even when, you know, you've shut off the, the, the system and every and just walked away, it'll still periodically check, you know, oh, are there system updates? Are there updates for your games? You know, what do we need to download? And then it'll just do it, and you'll never really have to worry about that kind of thing in theory. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, having something like that right now for my PlayStation 3 would be super nice. So, like, every time I connect to the Internet, it doesn't say, hey, you have an update. You want to just wait around yeah. for like five, ten minutes while I update this and then restart? I bet a lot of people would appreciate having that on their computers as well. Like, oh man, Windows update. No! Don't do that, you <laughs> nope. know? But it it could just take care of it on its own while you're, you know, not even, while it's off even, you know? Um, also, the, the system uh, will try to learn your buying habits and it will download the games that you, that it thinks that you want to buy so that you can play them, start playing them as soon as you buy them. I kind of feel this is a little creepy. Until you remember that Google does this to us anyway. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not so bad when Sony just, Sony knows what games you you bought already, you know, we know that. Takes the magic algorithm and they're like, Yeah. I bet that person wants to play this game eventually. Let's just put it on there, give them an incentive, and then be like, hey, we got this app downloaded. Do you just want to buy it? <laughs> Come on, man. I got it. Oh, oh, you could play it right away. Just just a little money. Come on. Come on. And you know, the funny thing is, so Steam does this. You know, it, it has specific games that it recommends to you mm-hmm. based on the games that you own. And a lot of times, like, the, the new released ones are all kind of recommended to each other. Because, like, the people who, who buy games right at release tend to 
just buy a lot of the games that are right around the release. Yeah. So then, if you buy just one of those, the system thinks that you want to buy all of the games that have been released recently, which is kind of silly. It is kind of silly. Liv would like to say, oh, no. boobs. I'm trying to say that I vacuum the rooms. Why, thank you, Liv. And thank you, Liv. Bye-bye. She touched my stuff, I just know it. Of course I like when you touch my stuff. Roommates, what are they good for? Vacuuming. Right. <laughs> Servants. I'm not your roommate, don't look at me. Oh, I will you all the time. That's creepy. So, <laughs> social stuff. Not like that! <laughs> <laughs> no! So, uh, social stuff, right. Um, they've added a, a share button to the controller, um, yeah. and the, the share button will let you easily, uh, you know, post screenshots and videos and start streaming what you're playing right there, right, you know, right mm -hmm. then. Um, you know, just one push of a button and there it is. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess so, except for me, who's not a social butterfly whatsoever. No. But, I mean, haven't you ever just, like, been playing a game and you're like, oh, I kind of want to take a screenshot of that? No? no, never. Oh man, I do that all the time. Oh well, I guess that one time when in Skyrim, where that guy <laughs> died with his like skirt up. <laughs> those Imperials and their skirts. Yes, those darn Imperials. They're so cute. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in addition to that, uh, Sony's bringing us actual profile pages. So the idea is that your friends, you know, that you have on PlayStation Network, are going to be your real life friends. Um, so you'll want to actually show them, like, a real profile picture instead of, like, some stupid avatar. Uh, oh, come on. Don't you want to have the... I guess I have, like, a Chinese symbol as my avatar right oh, now. Oh. Well, well, that's that's just, like, your profile picture, yes. right? Well, I, I'm thinking more like the Xbox avatars. Really? You know, they're going to do the, that? No, they're not going to do that. Oh, that's the come point. on. I want to create a me. Mm -mm. Uh, mm -mm. Well, go, go buy a Wii U if you want to create a me. Sheesh. Um, but then Sony, Sony's also said that it's still important to them that you can remain anonymous during, like, you know, online matches, so you'll still have, like, an alias that is completely not your name. Yeah, because you don't want people finding out who you are and stalking you. When you've threatened to teabag their face. Quiet, Rosie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great video. Um, so at the, uh, at the event on Wednesday, they also showed off a few games, of course. Um, Knack was the fir is the first game that was announced for the PS4, and I think it's going to be ex an exclusive because it's being made by the guy who is their lead engineer, Sony's lead engineer, yeah. so it's probably going to be an exclusive. Most likely. Um, that was a pretty, it was a cute little game, you know, where you're controlling this little kind of robot guy, and he he can, like, gather, like, little bits and pieces from the environment and, like, grow bigger, and then it, it, it looks like, like he uses, like, magnets to, like, hold himself together. Like a psych. Like a human form replicator. Ah! From Stargate. Yeah. Except a cute one. Except a cute and, one. And is not, you know, all dominate the galaxy kind of thing. Um, Darn. The Witness is uh, this... Uh, Looks like it's going to be a first-person puzzle game, and it's made by the same people who made Braid, which was a side-scrolling, uh, time-based puzzle game, and it was really crazy. Like, the, the puzzles in that game were pretty hard. 
Cool. Uh, I played it, and I actually I had to look up a couple of the answers because I just couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. <laughs> um, and so that that's an indie game. Um, and as tr- as far as consoles go, it's going to be on the PS4 before uh, you know the Wii U or whatever Xbox yeah, is calling their next Xbox. one. Um, Meh. However, however, it will be coming out on PC and iOS at the same time as the PS4. Okay, I guess so. As long as Xbox goes down. I don't like Xbox. Actually, we can talk about that after we're done talking about the PS4. Okay. Cool. Uh, Killzone Shadowfall was also revealed, and they had some some gameplay of that game. Uh, Have you heard of the Killzones? I have heard of the Killzones, yes. Okay, yeah, those those have always been uh, PlayStation um, exclusives. Mm -hmm. Um... Never really interested me. They didn't look like they were that nah. special. Of course, they're first-person shooters, yeah, so they I don't didn't really do interest you. Shooters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> throughout the whole demo, that one, the only thing that I could think about was, man, this guy sucks at this game. Like the guy who's playing it, he was like, there were enemies all over his screen, and he was like not shooting any of them. He was just like ignoring like some of the enemies. He's just like, dude, shoot! He's right there. Just- <laughs> Move the ah. cursor over slightly. Just shoot him. Just nope. Okay, never no. mind. Okay, you're dead. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Watch Dogs. Holy Ooh, cow! Yeah. Watch Dogs looks like OMG. a lot of fun. Ah, I really want that one. And of course, Watch Dogs is not going to be an exclusive for PS4 because it's supposed to you're be excited all. About it. It's supposed to be all interconnected, you know. Um, oh my God! Yeah. The and the. Yeah, the, like the the mobile apps mm-hmm. and stuff, and oh, hacking God, into other people's worlds. That's gonna be worlds. so fun to mess with you. <laughs> shut up. You shut up. Man, now I wish that my computer didn't tell you whenever I'm playing Watch Dogs. Oh, cause yeah, mine's not gonna tell you either because you're not amazing. I'll just be like, oh, Ian's playing Watch Dogs. Pull out my cell phone. Let's screw him up a bit. You're a meanie. Um, surprise, surprise! Diablo three is coming to the PS4. Meh. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. But I mean, nobody was expecting Diablo three to come. No, I didn't really think that would be a thing at all. Oh, the uh, the when when they when the Blizzard guy came on stage uh, at the event, you know what he said? He was like, "Now Blizzard and Sony have made you know an, an agreement. We're teaming up to uh, take over the world." Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Um, and actually, while he was talking about like, oh man, you know, we've 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 been, you know, had to really consider like what game we wanted to bring to the PlayStation, you know, which one would work and everything. And I was going, oh man, they've been talking about all this online stuff, and Sony's been pushing like, you know, the connectivity thing this whole time. They're not bringing World of Warcraft to PS4, are they? Oh no! Wouldn't would... that be terrible? No, I would not. No. But luckily, it's Diablo three. Good. Which makes a little sense because I mean. Local local co-op like would be a lot of fun on um, Diablo so, yeah. three. Um, Except I probably wouldn't know anyone who played PlayStation four. Well, no. well, but you don't need to. You can just invite somebody over and then just give them another controller and they can play with oh, you. Yeah, just when I need another controller. <laughs> um, and then the last uh, the last game that they showed off was Infamous Second Son, and we don't really know anything about that. Did they not yet. like? tell you anything because Not, i do like infamous they uh they showed us a little trailer and that was about it um okay. so we know it's happening we know it's coming out and uh that's about it um yeah so speaking of controllers yeah speaking of controllers you have a lot more experience with this kind of thing so why don't you why don't you talk about it um basically they are 
doing a whole new controller, well, not a whole new controller, for the PlayStation 4, the DualShock 4. Um, it has actual triggers. I mean, the PlayStation 3 controller, the DualShock 3, kind of sucked with the whole triggers in the back. They were a little hard to handle. Yeah, that's, like, when I hear people talking about which controller they like better between PS3 and Xbox, the, the two points that I hear in favor of Xbox are always the triggers and then the analog sticks have, you know, the concaveness mm-hmm. on the top, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. apparently a lot more comfortable on your thumbs. I think that would probably work a little better, but I haven't played Xbox, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, it's going to have a touchpad, DualShock 4. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll have to see what developers I, do with that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe it'll be, like... A quick menu, maybe just like touch it. Well, something like that. It's probably going to be used for similar things as the Vita's touchpad, you know. Oh yeah, just um, for like quick interactions. Mm-hmm. But some of those I didn't really like. And it, and it it does make sense since they're trying to integrate the PS4 and the Vita together, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that oh yeah, the share button. We talked about that. Yep, pretty important. Meh, almost concave and. A- Animal, analog sticks. Watch yeah. out those animal sticks. <laughs> Come and get ya. Yeah. Like, so, what, what sound do you think those animal sticks would make? Just like why? I I don't know what an animal stick. Whoosh, whoosh. Not like sticky, sticky. Like in a Pokemon, you know. Oh. Okay, animal so we were on com- we were on completely different. <laughs> no, yeah, there. we were so totally <laughs> on. Oh my god. Anyway, anyway, the DualShock 3 will not be supported, but the Move Controller will be. Yay! I don't have a Move Controller. All I have are DualShock 3, of so, course. yeah. Well, the Move really didn't appeal to me at all. Like, and and it, really didn't, it didn't appear in a lot of games, No, either. yeah. So, it's just not something I have because it's not something I'd use. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, it also has a Kinect-like camera system, and each controller has a light bar on it that changes color so the system knows where you are in the room. Yep. Yep. So basically they're just taking, you know, the, the, the big light ball from the, yeah, from the, the move and putting it on the front of your DualShock 4 as a way of identifying the controllers. I guess so. Cool. Um, so... It's releasing holiday of 2013. Um, we don't know any more specifics than that. They also didn't tell us the price. Uh, I kind of wanted them to tell us the price. I thought it was going to be, like, under 400 That's what um, I kept hearing the, all over the web. The rumor is that th- there's a rumor that there's going to be, like, two different price points, 430 yeah. and 530 Um, But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like rumors. I, I, I don't like rumors. I like, I like facts. And true things. And true facts. Oh, yes. True things, true facts, and facts. True facts about the chameleon. Uh-huh. True facts about Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are a few uh, miscellaneous notes that don't really fit into any categories. Um, PS3 games are incompatible, but that's obvious because the cell processor is way different from an x86 processor. Yeah, that sucks. PSN games and game saves are also incompatible, which suck, because that's all I have. (laughs) But they do want to bring previous generations of PlayStation games to the PlayStation 4, 
via cloud gaming. Which makes a lot oh. of sense to me because, um, you know, they, they bought that company, Gaikai or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. um, that is all about cloud gaming, you know. And if they just have a bunch of, you know, servers with racks of, of PS3s and PS2s and PS1s just kind of running games, I mean, they can totally stream games to you. I guess and, so, but, I mean, I spent a lot of time playing all my PlayStation 3 games. Well, hopefully, hopefully, if they do it right, if you have a PS3 game on PSN, then you will be able to, and, and if they implement the cloud, you know, gaming thing. Mm-hmm you'll get credit for having bought it on PSN, and you'll get to stream it to your okay. PS4. Okay, well, that's good. Now, that, that's what I would do if I was Sony. Yes, 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 yes. But I don't know what they're actually doing. Maybe they'll listen. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> Sony, you listen to this podcast. You listen to us. We know what we're talking about We here. are real gamers. Wahoo. I mean, wait, shoot, that's more. Or, or I mean, no, no, that's Toad. That's Toad. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm referencing it. Yes, I know what you're doing. You okay. just did it poorly. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> so, 4K resolution is supported for images and videos, but not for games. Um, and, yeah. I mean, nobody has 4K televisions yet anyway, so... No. Exactly. Uh, it's 3D compatible, but it's not a focus for Sony. Um, I guess it'll be up to developers to make games that look good in 3D, so... I mean, which is kind of nice, because I don't have a 3D TV, nor am I interested in 3D at all. You should be. It's it pretty hurts cool. the eyes. When, it, when, it, when they do it right, it's really nice. Dude, didn't you, like, screw up your vision for a little while, because you spent all day 3D gaming? If by a little while, you mean, like, half an hour afterwards, yeah. Uh-huh. But whatever. It was worth it. Um, also... A headset will become bundled with the console, which I think is pretty exciting. Yeah, I think that's really nice of them to just like, hey, here's a headset. We want you to be social. Talk to people. Yeah. Hopefully it's not like a really crappy headset, because that would suck. That would suck. And then games will be priced uh, between 99 cents and 60 bucks. I guess, yeah, that'd be typical price, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... As opposed to the whole, if a game's coming out on the PlayStation, it's going to be $60. Yeah, that kind of you know? sucks. So they're, they're really trying to appeal to the indie developers mm-hmm. and the indie community and say, hey, you guys can price it whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. Go indies. Hipsters. Yeah. 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 And, uh, oh, the other funny thing that happened was... Uh, one of one of the one of the people who got up there on stage, I think he was from Capcom. He literally said, "Please be excited for E3 this year." Hint, hint, wink, wink. Well, I mean, if you know anything about E3, you're already excited for E3 this year, anyway. I didn't need to be told to be excited for E3. But maybe you're just a little more excited because he told you to be excited. Well, not really, because he's Capcom, and I don't care what Capcom does. <gasps> what? None of their games appeal to me. I mean, what do they do? Make a man. I had there. There haven't been any Mega Man's. Well, they did it in in my Mega like lifetime. I I don't have time to play classics. I played the games from like the last decade. I'm still trying to catch I up. I think they worked on a few Legend of Zelda's. Okay, weren't those Nintendo? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Whatever's. So that's the PS4. Hooray! Yeah. It's happening. I guess. I'll tell you about Nino Kuni. Yeah, review Nino Kuni. Okay, so 
basically two weeks ago, was it? I think it was, it might have been three. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was a while ago that I bought Nino Cooney for my PlayStation 3. And it's worth noting that it's only on PlayStation 3. Yes, 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 yes. It's an exclusive, mm-hmm. which I found very nice. Um, basically, I play as Oliver, the protagonist of this, this story, and he goes on this grand adventure to another world where he encounters little beasts that he can f- befriend. They call them familiars, and he travels with a bunch of people. Well, not a bunch of people. So, does he put them in Pokeballs? No. I'll get to that later. All right. Acorns? No, he puts them in a cage. Uh, it's called No, it's called a really? familiar cage. Wow. Yeah. That's even worse than Pokeballs, because Pokeballs are colorful and, like, happy looking. No, this cage is, like, yellow and pink and blue, and it has, like, it's not, like, a... I'm imagining your little sword guy, like, in a, in a like, no, a two-foot-by-two-foot like, two cage. It's, like, this big, and you keep it on your thing, and then when they come out, they grow. It's like Pokemon, except not Pokemon. Okay. Okay, so... Glad we established that. Yes, I'm glad we established that. <laughs> Anyways, where was it? Oh, yes, you go on this grand adventure with, uh, you know, like, people on in your party and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. And so... Basically, there are a lot of things that I liked about this game, and there are a lot of things I did not like about this game. Um, One thing I didn't like about this game, it was very predictable. The storyline was very, very predictable, down to the point where I was in the middle of a cutscene, and I was like, flashback, and then a flashback did happen. (laughs) It was just one of those things where you were just like, all right, it's... This person is dying, it's gonna rain. And it rained. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Like the beginning the beginning of the game, I watched her play the beginning of the game, and it's so cliche. It's so cliche, it hurts. And I mean it does seem like it's a bit more of a, a children's game. Yes, it is probably more focused on children because they don't outright say someone's dead. Mm. They just say that they're like gone or like they're just not coming back. And it's just, um, it's just kind of just predictable. And it's it seems odd to me that it's a children's game because the price point is fifty five dollars, yes. which is a really really high for a children's game. But you have to consider that the people like Studio Ghibli has done movies, very very popular movies, I might add, mm-hmm. and so. And it, you can really tell that they are a film company. Yes, yes, yes. The way they present everything, like, cutscene-wise and, like, story-wise even, it's just, like, you could have just as easily made this into a movie rather than a video game. Yeah. But, man, the art style, I really, really like the art style. I agree. I, oh, my gosh. The art just, blew, like, the game... Oh, it's just so good. I really... And it was amazing. It was amazing to me how, like, you know, you see screenshots of this game and you're like, okay, so that, that looks, you know, the art style looks pretty anime. Mm-hmm. And But then you start playing it and you, like, it's still 3D. You can still rotate around yes, yes, and yes, things yes. still look just as good from any angle. And it's like, whoa, how did they do that? Yeah, the closest thing for, like, the game style is Gravity Rush that I can think of for the PlayStation. Oh. Yeah. 
That was, it was the, like the, the visual side? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It was very similar to that, and I really liked Gravity Brush as well. So, basically, another thing I didn't like about Nino Kuni was the dialogue. Not everything was, like, voice dialogued, and there were weird intervals where they would go in and out of voicing the dialogue and then just doing text. And then sometimes there would just be, like, a random two-second cutscene where, like, they, like, other characters were doing something or someone was running towards you. And that was very annoying. I just couldn't, I don't see why Studio Ghibli couldn't go out of their way to make everything voiced, at least. Or, or not do it at all. Because then it, because then it wouldn't have brought you out of the whole conversation every time that it switched. I just didn't like that at all. Um, another thing I didn't like, uh, a lot of the battles got more tedious, and, like, once you battle, like, once you get through, like, five battles, you're like, okay, this is pretty much the same battle I'm going to be fighting the whole game. Yeah. And it is. Except for some bosses. Bosses were cool looking. And, uh, so speaking of voicing and battles, what does Oliver say every single time that you encounter <laughs> an enemy? Um, wait, at the end? At, at the beginning. Isn't it like, Here we can go. do this! Yeah. yeah. We can do this, or here we go. And then at the end, he's like, Nino! It's like set in like the 50s because. <laughs> Jinkies! I mean, uh, I, I mean. No! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 70s. That, was, that was bad. Oh, no, no, no. What was I trying to say? The bee's knees? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, golly. Oh, yeah. golly. Jeepers, jeepers. Jeep. That's what I was Oh, yeah, for. he says that a lot, too. <laughs> jeepers. Oh, man. Jinkies. God, Jeep. I'm such an idiot. You are kind of an idiot. <laughs> I'm glad we agree on something. Um, I mean, the characters, I kind of like the characters, mm-hmm. like their stories and everything. Like Mr. Drippy. He's my favorite. Really? Yeah, Mr. Drippy is the guy you, well, he's like your backup companion. He doesn't battle at all, but he's like your guide. Kind of like Navi the fairy, like from Legend of Zelda, except so much less annoying. Oh, really? He has like a really terrible Scottish accent. Because I found him a little annoying when when we first met him at the beginning of the game. When you first meet him, he's kind of like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. But after that, he kind of like chills out. And once you learn that he's like a comedian, kind of. Like oh, really? Yeah, he's like a funny guy for all the fairies. And he's And that's why he's king? No, he's not king. He's High Lord High of the fairies. Okay, whatever. That sounds like king to me. Yeah, no. He's not king of anything. He's just very well respected. <laughs> Alright. So who's in charge of the fairies if he's not? Um, his mother. Really? Yes. Huh. He was that whole part, like Well of course I did. And I had to go. I, I didn't miss the part with uh, I I didn't miss the whole part with uh, her Majesty the Caliph though. Oh yeah. Because here, let's talk about that for a little bit. Oh, the, uh, the puns. Yes. Oh my the, gosh. The terrible puns, like his Meowjesty, King Tom the Fourteenth. Yeah, like a lot of the a lot of the areas in the game kind of have an animal theme to them, mm-hmm. and then 
all of the significant characters in that area will have names that are like puns off of yes, that yes, type yes, of animal. Yes, 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 Like Hickory Dock was the, the mouse, the mouse mm. who was King Tom's mortal enemy. <laughs> and I, I mean, it, it really makes me wonder because obviously this game was is Japanese and, mm-hmm. and then, you know, came to North America. Do they have those kinds of puns in the Japanese version of the game? Like, do the puns work in Japanese? I'm sure I don't know. they do work. I mean, because they have their own, like, set of puns that... Of course, yeah. Like, they could do, like, I don't know, Neon Cat or something. Sure. Yeah. Because... Like, no, like, sure. no, like... That's the only thing that Japan does. Japan, about. they believe... They, no, they don't believe. They, <laughs> they do the cat sound as Neon... Okay. Instead of like us who say meow. Oh, gotcha. I don't, I don't <laughs> believe in that. It just is something they do. Oh, man. So that means that uh, Mugenics probably won't work as well in Japan. M- Mugenics is a game that's coming out by Team Meat, who, uh, and, and it's, it's like, it's about a crazy, being a crazy lady who owns cats. Ah. Yeah. It sounds like fun. Okay. <laughs> it looks, it looks like fun. Yeah, anyway. so sounds great. And so now back to the Pokemon comments. Right. At the, I feel like Nino Kuni is something that I would love to see Pokemon do. Right. Like the, the, the whole, whole battle thing where you can like being real time yes. and actually moving. Yeah, and moving around and like physically moving your character to dodge moves because you mm-hmm. can do that you can have them miss you by backing away from them or sidestepping them which was very it, it was very nice and well done there i mean that's something that like pokemon probably should have done years and yes, years ago yes, when, they, yes. when they came out with like the first uh, coliseum game mm-hmm. like it would have been perfect that would have been great but yeah Overall, I really, I really did like the game. There are just a few annoying parts to it that I mm-hmm. didn't like, but I guess there's always. So, um, I mean, I remember when I was watching you towards the beginning of the game, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is this is so bad," because like it was all cliche. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. The you know, beginning, the, the characters were annoying, so and, and yeah, and they they were like holding your hand the whole time, yeah, like, like this is how you do this. This is how you walk around. They literally told you to use the left analog stick to walk around the first time they gave you control. Yes. And then what did you do? You walked out in front of a car. I did. Tried, I did try to, to kill get... him. I did. I was just like, if this truly is a children's game, then you will save me. And I was slightly disappointed they did. Yeah. Um, and you can't kill Mr. Drippy that way either. Darn. I've tried several times. Apparently no one can see him. But they'll stop if he's running <laughs> of their car. That's funny. Um, I think you didn't really explain kind of the premise of the game um, very oh. well. Cause so, so the game starts out in the real world. Yes, the real world. And then it goes to a different world. But people in the real world are connected to people in the other world. No, not really. This is like a one-to-one relationship. Yes, because they share souls. They're soulmates. Mm -hmm. And basically... But not that kind of soulmates. No. If if something bad happens to either people, the other one is affected. Like, there's broken hearts in this game where you have to, like, 
collect emotions from people who are overflowing with it and then give it to people who have lost said emotions. Like King Tom, he lost his enthusiasm, so he was lounging around like a mangy old cat. Well, and so reminds, basically, that reminds me of a few cats that I know. Yeah, so basically the cat in the real world was also affected by it. And now the cat in the real world wasn't a king, though. No, he was just a regular old cat. Mm. No, I don't think we have giant cats running around here. Maybe you don't. <laughs> I see them. Oh, can't yeah. you see them everywhere? They're everywhere. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> I just have two consciousnesses in my mind. Uh huh. Wait, did you see that episode? I did not. Oh man, that was a great episode. You should have done that. I'm talking about Stargate, by the way. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? We were talking about cats uh heartbrokenness yes heartbrokenness basically heartbrokenness is a theme that goes uh, around the game and you just i found it really tedious to find all the mm. people who had emotion then you had to cast the spell on them and then you had to wait for the little light to like swirl around you and then go into the, like your locket where you keep all the emotions then you had to run and find the person who was brokenhearted cast a spell on them, wait for the light to come out of the locket, spin around and go into them, and then di now, dialogue. was doing that kind of thing uh, necessary for the game? Like A lot of it was. Oh, man. But then a lot of it was just, like, side quests where you can, like, get merit stickers. Okay. Where you can, like, buy things that upgrade your player. Because if it's, if it's optional, uh, you know... I mean, that's okay. Yeah. In my I opinion. Think, I believe, like, most major interactions required you to do the brokenhearted stuff. Okay. Like, King Tom, the Khalifa, the Prince of Hamlin. Um, he's a pig. He's not a No, he's not a literal pig. He just makes everyone wear pig armor because he does not believe he is beautiful. But he is pretty. Really? Yeah, he is very pretty. Okay. For a video game character, he is pretty. He's got long black hair. Because video games never have pretty characters, ever. Well, Final Fantasy has a lot of pretty characters. Mass Effect. Laura Croft. Laura Croft! Yes! Side boob. <laughs> well, that was the movie. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. um, So, yeah. So, do you, do you think... Do you think that it was worth the fifty-five dollars? No, not the not fifty-five dollars for a game like this. I did though spend at least fifty-five hours playing it okay. thus far. That took a lot of good. time. Yeah, that was whew, that was a lot of time for a video game. But fifty-five dollars? No, I would have priced it around thirty dollars. Okay, so, uh, something a little better than that because of just. The game in general, it's just, it's long, but it's not great. Right. I'm not going to say anything. Um, <laughs> oh, I was expecting you to. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to sink to those depths. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, reviews and stuff give, give games like, you know, something out of 10 or whatever. I don't really like that system. No. I like our system yeah, better. Like I'm actually pricing. giving it a price point. Because yeah. they've already made it. So yeah. what? Let's just give it a fair price where people can buy it. So so Katie Katie says that uh, if you want to buy Nino Cooney, wait until it's uh you know, prices drop to about thirty dollars. Yep. And then thirty dollars or below, yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome possum. Um 
so yeah, next week, uh, I hope to be far enough into the uh, um, Assassin's Creed Three. Yep, the the alternate history with King Washington storyline to give you a good review of that. Um, uh, are you gonna Are you gonna buy that and, and yeah, play it I'll by buy then? it. Cool, because it looked really really cool. The screenshots you showed me, and I was like, yeah. gosh, I was really really gonna play different games, but. Gotta play Assassin's Creed. Um, from what I've from what I've seen so far, um, it's pretty pretty darn linear. Um, like they finally kind of put me out in an area where I can go around and like find chests and mm-hmm. stuff, but there aren't like side quests or anything. Okay, yeah. That... Um, oh, there there are like things where it's like, oh look, there's a uh, there's a convoy. Go attack the convoy and free the prisoners. You know. Now, I noticed you turned invisible. Yeah, I'll tell you about that later. Okay, That's okay. pretty cool. Now a little suspense there. Mm-hmm. Oh. So come back next week and hear all about that. Yes, all yeah. five of you. Uh, so let's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bryce, tune in. <laughs> um, so let's see what's what's coming up this next week. Um, looks like there aren't any big releases that I know of. Not really, no. Um, hey, when does Last of Us come out? I think I have that in here somewhere. Yeah, because that one looked really cool. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I need to have the other... That schedule up there. Okay, there we you go. You silly, silly. Yeah. What day are we on? We're on okay. this day. Um, Let's see. Tomb Raider's on that day. Ooh. So that's in a couple of weeks. Uh... What are we looking for again? Last, Last of, us? of Us. Oh, weird. I don't have that. Oh, Last of Us. That's not until May. Oh, come on. That looks so cool. Well, you're just going to have to wait. No, I'll just oh, wait. but that's that's finals week, I think. Oh, crap. So then, no, no. So that's good because you'll get it and then you'll finish with finals and then you will have all summer to just play around with it. Great. Just what I need. All summer to play around myself. Yep. She said that. Ah, you guys! Hey, there's a reason that I always quote you on Morris Overheard. Oh man. Um. So yeah, this is a pretty pretty exciting week for gaming. Um. You know, PlayStation Four has been announced. Yeah. Um. Awesome. I can't wait for Xbox to tell us, uh, or Microsoft to tell us what they're doing with the next Xbox. Um. Now, you said that you don't, you absolutely don't care I what Microsoft do not is doing know at all. So here's here's what I think that, that they need work? to do. Uh, in order to be viable, this next console generation. Mm -hmm. They need to really integrate um, the Xbox with Windows. And they've kind of been going in that direction with Windows 8, you know, know, unifying the whole UIs with the tiles and everything and, um, you know, make, you know, your tablets and your your computers are theoretically uh, running the same operating system now, except that they're totally not Mm -hmm. uh, because Android is better. Um, and so, so I think, you know, that they, that they, if they have a way to like, kind of, if you buy a game on the Xbox, that's also compatible, you know, and that game is also on Windows, if you get it on Windows as well, that would be perfect. That would be... That would be the holy grail. Yeah, I guess that would be nice. Um... Or, like, if you get it on Xbox and there's, like, a kind of a companion app for Windows kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, then that would be good as well. Um, now, I don't know if they're going to do that, but that... Probably not. That's what I would like to see. Um, and then, also, they, um, they're they going to hopefully be focusing on DirectX 
uh, as the main platform for making games for Xbox. Mm -hmm. Because they recently got rid of, or they're stopping with their development of the the other technology that you can use uh, for making games for Xbox. I forget what it's called, but it's the one that Bastion was built on and, like, Fez was built on. Um, And so they're just going to concentrate on DirectX from now on. So. It sounds like it sounds like developers will be using DirectX to you know make to to develop games for the Xbox, and they already use DirectX to mm-hmm. develop games for PC. So that's good. It'll be easier for developers to develop for all three of those platforms because PlayStation Four is using a similar architecture to PCs now as well. Boom! Everybody's happy. Nobody uh-huh. has to figure out how to program on the cell you know processor anymore. Darn. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Seriously, the reason that you couldn't play the DLCs on for Skyrim for forever was because yeah, they were having trouble getting them to work. Sucked. Because it's a completely different architecture than the others. So, yeah. Oh, well. It should be a plus. Now. Plus for everybody. Plus for everyone. Uh, according to Ryan, the the thing that they're getting rid of, or that they're not developing for anymore, is called XNA. Ah. Yes. And he's typing and typing and typing and typing, and I just, you know, I don't pay attention. Ignore him. Because, you know, just he's not, ignore he's not him. making noise. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, because he's commenting. Oh, my God. Oh, ah uh-huh, Oh, that's uh-huh, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> well. You know what we didn't really talk about? What did we not talk about? Um, Didn't PlayStation say something about not used games anymore? Oh, right. Um, a lot of people were worried that the PlayStation 4 would not let you um, buy used games and use used games. Um, you know, so like it, once you use the game on your PS4, it would be tied to your PSN account and then it wouldn't be, nobody else would be able to use it. But uh, Sony has said that that is not true. They're, they're not implementing anything like that. You don't have Thank to Thank God, because that might be a turnoff for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, for me, it doesn't matter because I, oh, yeah, I'd rather buy them digitally, and digital things are never, ever, you know, transferable to other people. Nah. And I don't care, because there you go. I just don't. I just don't. Yeah. So, that was a fun show. This was fun. Yeah. It's nice having you on again. It's nice being on. I didn't feel you... uncomfortable at all. <laughs> hey, you said half of the dirty things on this show today. Oh, really? Yes, really. No, something I about didn't... playing with myself all summer or something like that. Yeah, you said that. You take things way out of context. I did not. It sounded dirty. It sounded like you meant to make it dirty. You sound dirty right now. Thank you. Your mom. It's my sultry voice, isn't Your it? Your sultry voice. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's what brings all the girls to the yard. I am a sexy manly man. Or something. Or something. <laughs> or one dynamite gal. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, everybody, go watch. Go watch uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. Great movie. It's basically it, it's basically the uh, Toy Story of our day. Yes, um, you know. video game Toy Story. Well. Wow, I thought it was published by Disney. Hmm, interesting. That's I'm I'm receiving reports that Wreck It Ralph was made by uh, Dreamcast DreamWorks Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Oh my, oh god. my god! I'm so bad at this whole not being it's gamer Disney. thing. It's totally Disney. Disney's official look, website. Look, it's yes. got the Disney logo it above has... it. You ah, 
Ryan is give, feeding me false reports. Well. I'm never going to listen to anything that Ryan says ever again. Anyway, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been your host, Ian Buck. And Katie Redman is your guest. Hooray! Katie, where can, we, where can people find you on the internet? Um, well, if you Google my name, you get this weird Chinese lady. So, um, How in the world do you have the same name as a Chinese lady? I don't know, and she's married. So, anyways, uh, you can yeah, find me... Yeah, being married is so weird. You can find me pretty much either look for katyred001, or my other username is K-I-X-A-T-E. I believe that's my Steam account. Probably. Yeah. One of those two. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you add me as a friend, I probably won't notice because I don't use Steam, and <laughs> there are only five people who will listen right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun times. Fun times. It is. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah.